0: Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Super Coach Matrix and at NBA G Wiz, crack it open. We are the Insight NBA team here, ready to take you through a wild week, a week seven. Maddie, it's Tawny time. Are you loving the tournament?
1: I actually am. I I like the courts. I like the fact that people are playing to the to the end. Um, I see some, some of the players still don't get it, but like Dame said, it's it's good for some of the blokes that um, they can get a bit of a cash bump. So,
0: And if you were like Tyrese Halliburton and you were just sick of being a loser, well, we're going to tell you how you can be a winner in 20 Week right up after this. Welcome. To the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. And if anyone ever wants to wonder what happens in the 20 seconds that happens between Maddie and I when that's playing, all we're doing is we're drinking whatever fine liquor happens to be in our standard squeeze cups. Uh, big shout out. You've got some of the Standard Squeeze apparel on. Don't forget, it's Christmas time soon, kids. Make sure you hit up Standard Squeeze, get all of your apparel. Just, Maddie, take a swig for it. Well, You're mixing some delicious alcohol and some delicious cola there in a pre-mixed beverage. You can get there's all no, that.
1: There's no cola in that. Double barrels of spirits. <laughs> Make sure you jump on and
0: shout out to our Standard squeeze inside 15 for 15% off. Let's get around to it. Let's not here to mess about. We've got heaps of injury updates and news. Uh Maddie, let's go NBA update. What's going on Mate, around the league, brother?
1: Well, this let's start alphabetically, and there's fuck all to talk about in Atlanta. So let's go to Boston oh, and yeah, well, Kristaps has missed the last couple games, which is um, yes. I'm struggling with in some of my fantasy leagues because he's been fantastic. He's um, been brilliant. But going into Brooklyn, Lonnie didn't play the last one, and Brooklyn's a team that we're gonna we're gonna focus on probably in this show and over the next week. Um, Lonnie didn't play due to a hamstring strain. Uh, DFS also missed that game with foot and knee soreness, and Ben Simmons had an epidural in his back. And will be reevaluated in two weeks. So he's not pregnant. Actually, I've got it. He's not pregnant.
0: He's not having. He's not having a baby. I've got. To, I've got to say this one. This was an unexpected thing, and it just actually hit me like today when we were talking about the pod. You know how we were talking about stacks in the preseason, like getting a team and trying to like stack three guys. I ended up in a couple of leagues making an unlikely Brooklyn Nets stack of Macaulay Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Nick Claxton. And I'm loving those three blokes. So I'm loving what I'm seeing in some of the Brooklyn value.
1: They've been good, and I don't mind Dinwiddie too. Is probably to round out that team. Um, everybody else is probably a bit more of a streamer. I haven't really, I haven't really looked too much about whether Cam Johnson is affecting Cam Thomas too much, but I haven't seen it yet.
0: No, look, it hasn't. It's only new. Like he's only just coming back off the injury. Like Cam Thomas is was obviously out for a while. Cam Johnson was out to begin the season, and then obviously Cam Thomas had that scorching hot start. And then he's come back, and he's dropped a couple 20-point games straight away, and he's hit more threes in two games than he did in – well, he had his six-game burner just before he hit zero threes. But, look, it's been good to see Cam Thomas, who is available. It's weird. Cam Thomas is – this is how much people love points. We were talking about this in – like on Facebook. I'm going to check this out since yesterday. I did a bit of research on Kobe White, and Kobe White was only – it was in sixty five percent of leagues rostered, and it was Emmanuel quickly was sixty six. Cam Thomas, conversely, is eighty nine percent rostered on Yahoo, as of today. Kobe White is sixty eight. He's gone up two percent. He's gone up three percent. Kobe White is just jacked up to sixty eight percent. So there's more Cam Thomas owners out there than there are Kobe White owners, which I just I think is insane. I think is insane.
1: Yeah, Kobe White does a bit more of the peripherals, and we're gonna have. Well, let's have a chat about. Chicago, because Zach Levine's out for another week. Alex Caruso Mm -hmm. left Saturday's game with the Pelicans. You're going to have to get, what, 34, 35 minutes out of Kobe White with those two guys out?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And that's just – if he's sitting there and he's 68% of Yahoo League's kids, get on him. Get on Kobe. It's Kobe White's season, 100%. Um. Lamelo Ball's ankle sprain will be reevaluated in a week, but he's still expected to miss extended time. It was initially sort of mentioned that three to four week span, uh, but we're going to know more in a week. Probably not a a sell at this stage because yeah, it just might cost you a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, you were right onto it. Terry Rooster, who stepped up in a big way with them. Um, yeah, it's good to see that. Like yeah, Terry's getting some minutes. Miles Bridges has settled back in effortlessly there too. So you can continue to stream in. Maybe there's a PJ Washington around the place or someone. But really, I mean, Brandon Miller is the only option in Charlotte right now that's coming off in your stream targets that you might want to bring into your team.
1: Maybe maybe Nick Richards if you really need blocks or something off the um, off the bench.
0: Yeah, he's he's been a little bit underwhelming. Well, I actually held him on the. In the FBI, like FBI uh, Basketball Monster, the, the World Cup thing, I held on to him on the bench there because I just just rotating through guys and I was in a good spot. But just been underwhelmed, so I'm about to cut him loose, I think, and see if I can get a pickup. But, yeah, if you do need to boy your field goal percentage, he gets some more minutes and some run, a couple block shots and some rebounds. He's definitely the guy there. Uh, Australian uh, – Cleveland Cavaliers, though. Karis LeVert didn't play Saturday with the Pistons. The Cavs managed his injury. Dean Wade out. But, look, they're starting to look big. I heard an interesting thing. Do you think JB Bickerstaff could be the first coach that's let go? Because the Cavs have more promise than this. Do you think if we're talking like mid-season changes, the JB Bickerstaff doesn't have a job?
1: And I've seen a lot of um, Bickerstaff in the past, and this is just kind of where he has, is. I think that he's probably a great assistant, but not a good head coach. I don't like bad-mouthing people, but no. – Look, I think they're going to need probably a month of full health, and if this is what he provides, um, I yep. think he's going to be gone. Yeah, I agree
0: there. I agree. Dallas, uh, Dante Exum has missed a couple of games, just personal reasons. Kyrie has a sore ego. If Dante I mean, had a kid. Yeah, yeah, personal reasons. Daddy Dante. Daddy Dante, good on for him. And welcome back to the NBA League, by the way, Dante Exum. He's actually provided some really good minutes for Dallas off the bench this year. So if you're wondering why uh, Australian analysts are the best, it's because our basketball players get maligned by the NBA. We have to make up for it in some way.
1: Part Uh, part owner of the Southeast Melbourne
0: Phoenix, might I mention. There we go. Zach Randolph still involved with that too?
1: Yeah, Zach Randolph is still. And, um... The Matrix still owns um, some of New Zealand. So Chris Middleton owns some of the bullets. Yeah, they're all over here in Australia. They love it. Wait,
0: Chris Middleton owns some of the bullets.
1: Yeah, I
0: didn't know that. How did that escape me? This is an NBL podcast, but that's fantastic. <laughs> legitimately, Kevin Durant. I actually thought I thought the I thought I thought if anyone was going to buy the bullets, I was legitimately about to make a remark that it was going to be Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant came through Brisbane some years ago, and I remember hearing a podcast. He was like, "Oh, I love Brisbane." Like the most random thing: Kevin Durant likes Brisbane. There's some NBA news for you. Um, Tim Hardaway yeah, had back spasms. Josh Green has an elbow strain. Uh, they're all expected to come back during the next week, so look for them in your stream options. Denver: Jamal Murray just can't get healthy right now. That's obviously opening a buy low window for you for Jamal Murray. Here is a hot take for you. This is probably like one of the hottest takes that I could give you for the day. Oh, hot, this hot, is hot, it. Hot, hot. Hot, hot. People will be absolutely shit scared by Jamal Murray after a hamstring. After this, you're going to be able to get him for lower than someone put in because someone is going to want to win and not put up with the bullshit. If you were in an excellent position in your league, go out and get Jamal Murray because when he is healthy, he is one of the best duos in the NBA with Jokic, 100%, Matty. So I just think there's a the more he's injured, the more it opens it up.
1: But right now, keep riding Reggie Jackson. Um, I oh, yeah. actually oh, yeah. dropped him when Jamal came back, and I'm regretting it. I like he come back, teased us, and um, I had to actually bring Jamal Murray back off IR for that game, so I dropped Reggie Jackson. And mm-hmm. regretting it. Yep,
0: Reggie Jackson is an absolute pick up and stream option lately. He has been playing incredibly good basketball for them, so head off to uh, head off to glasses. Uh, Detroit Harris is out. Look, Detroit is just a I don't know. They no win November for them. So, dud December, big fat zero for them in December. Can we keep it up, Monty? I don't know. You're just the highest paid coach in the NBA, and you have a team that actually looks like a legitimately decent basketball team if you read the roster, which is a damn shame for them.
1: Do you think like Bojan Bogdanovich he's 67% owned, he should be rostered, right?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, I know, yes, I talking do. talking
1: about injuries, but he's coming back from one, um, played yep. 27 minutes in his first game. You're going to want to have a, have a punt on Boyan.
0: Yeah. You're going to absolutely want to take it, but uh, I'm looking up his ownership right now. And this is the thing in he's 67% rostered. He is almost more rostered than Kobe fucking white. This does my head in like, of course, these numbers are fantastic. You look across the field, 15 shots in 27 minutes. Amazing. Uh, five from six from the free throw line, three threes, 22 points, two rebounds, two assists, a steal and one turnover. Fantastic. But he is out there as a big time trade asset for Detroit and whatever they're doing. They've eased him back into it. We know they rested him down the season. So he's definitely some form of asset there. We can't trust his role in Detroit as well as it's also going to impact on Asar Thompson, as we've seen as well. So whatever happens in this, in this milieu of Detroit, not a big fan of it. We'll see Chris Paul, is injured again. This is the big thing. Gary Payton's got the str- strain calf. He was great. He's going to be reevaluated this week. So continue to look at guys like Moses Moody, Kaminga, Looney on the waiver wire for Golden State. Uh before Houston, nothing really there apart from a man Thompson just still isn't back to basketball action, Maddie.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think Houston are deep anyway. I don't think too many people are holding out on Amin Thompson unless they accidentally picked up the wrong brother. <laughs> yeah a thompson kicked ah oh, damn it got the one in houston uh indiana hey play. i tried to take t- tra- trade seth curry a few times uh being like oh yeah man i'll oh trade you steph um <laughs> yeah I, i've had a crack
0: who else was that just drove one of the m morris between junior and senior just yeah. on their names oh yeah i really really want a marquee for that one season Just to get away with it. Um, Indiana, they're looking okay. Look, this is a big thing as well. We'll get to the in-season tournament as well. They're going to have an absolute red-hot club. There's nothing going on. Funnily enough, the Clippers and the Lakers, it feels really weird to say that this season for both of those teams. Mate, they're both in good health, and yeah, that's it for them.
1: Yeah, Vanderbilt's back. Um, That's good, I suppose. I think that he's going to start. I'm not sure what sort of numbers he's going to put up. I think he's just played the one game so far.
0: Yeah, and look, it was just good to see Vando back out there for them, to be honest. like They they really needed Jared Vanderbilt's just defensive presence, and you can see him asserting himself in the times, especially after LeBron. I mean, look, it wasn't an injection, but it was only 14 minutes. He didn't do much in the way of anything, but he was just out there and he was a body putting it in the way, and people tried. I don't know. It's kind of weird. You watch him play defense and people don't want to attack him as much. It's like he has this reputation that precedes him, and you can just see that like guys who would usually attack the rim, just hold off. It was a small sample size, but it was against Houston, who's been very gamey this season. And obviously, the Lakers flipped the script on them this time after the Rockets got a massive win on them in their last game as well. So good to see Vando back in the lineup. Maddie, tell us about your Grizzlies, mate.
1: Mate, if you want your daily dose of b- depression, come and chat to me about the Grizzlies. Um, Derek Rose and Zaire both missed Saturday's uh, game against the Suns. Um, and we missed Derek Rose. Um, Look, yep, you do. Luke Kennard remains out as well. Um, look, Jacob Gilead isn't the answer. The answer. We're just sort of yeah. treading water. We're just treading water until Jar comes back. But Derek Rose has probably been our best point guard all year, apart from Marcus Smart, which looks like he's he's still out for a little bit. So um, He's still out for yeah. a while, yeah. Yeah, Derek, you know Marcus Smart actually seemed to be doing a lot in the coach's huddle and I actually liked it. Um he's he's what we need and of course we've chatted on on Twitter. I've had lots of comments and everything about my Grizzlies people love yeah. uh having me under the do uh, ribs. You there. But yeah, yeah, they like to kick me when I'm down. Uh but I do. I do. Derek Rose has been the best we've sort of had um for the last little while with Smart being out. So, look, maybe Derek Rose is an ad. Maybe Zaire is an ad in Dynasty Leagues. Look, I don't expect too much from Memphis, though.
0: And you really can't, Matthew. And this just seems an absolute cry and shame to say. But I do have early, early, early take that I'm looking at. Marcus Smart will retain much higher value in the Memphis Grizzlies team for the back end of this season. So he's going to be on some wires. Just keep your eye out for him. I really think that Marcus Smart is going to work effectively well off Ja Morant. I'm just looking – when that happens, Maddie. I think your Grizzlies are going to get somewhat back on track and be competitive for a play-in spot. I do. I think if you put a smart team together that has Bain, Smart, Morant, and Jaron Jackson Jr., And you can throw any – name one of your other blokes that you can roll into that lineup. If it's Santi, if it's Roddy, if it's bloody Zaire, if it's – just put one of other player with those four guys and you have an excellent basketball team that can go a little bit deeper. And I just think that Marcus Smart is going to be a better player in the back end of this season when Jar comes back than what he was having to almost – Feel like he had to do something to assert himself in a new situation and carry a team through a shit situation. It wasn't working, but we all know it's Jazz and Desmond's team. And we really know that it's Jar's team, like number one with a bullet. And I think that he'll probably be more inclined to take a back seat to that. Not that he's been notoriously great for doing that, even in the Celtics, but I do think that, I do think you just keep your eyes on Marcus Smart when Jar and get ready to add him really quickly if he puts up a couple of good games.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen him on too many wires. I've been stashing him in IR a little bit, but. Hey, let's let's see how we go. I'm just I don't know if Desmond Bang can defend the small forward all year if you've got those guys out there. So maybe Marcus Smart can. You probably I probably just talked myself into that one. Um but um in my in Miami, Bam out of biome is Saturday's game against the Pacers. Hayward Highsmith left that, left that game with a back contusion, did not return, and Josh Richardson left the game with a knee issue. Um the new JJJ, give him a run there in Miami. Yeah, you can uh,
0: get some stream options out of Miami. They are just sneaky value. Pat Connaughton has been around, the number one guy to target. We'll mention that very soon. His name starts with Malik. His last name is Beasley. And Edwards has missed a couple of games uh, with a hip injury. So just just keep your eye on what's going on in Minnesota. They've been playing really well. This has boosted the value of guys like Carl anthony Towns, who had a monster the other day. So obviously you're not going to pick him up for wires. But Jaden McDaniels as well there, he's out indefinitely with an ankle injury. He's probably the
1: only other stream option. Hip. Hip pointers can be really hard to get over. Can I can I add? Like it's something Go deeper. You don't Yeah, you think that you could just come back after after a couple games after a hip pointer injury? Um done it before? Extremely painful, but it is maybe a little bit more pain management than it is actually like re-injury risk. Um, so maybe if he starts coming back and he's struggling, uh, you could have a little bit of a buy-low window of Anthony Edwards, knowing that he's not going to come. You know, he's not going to hurt himself more by playing with a yeah, yeah. pointer injury, but he's gonna. He's gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna be uncomfortable a, little bit. For a while. It fucking hurt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so in that situation, you know, he's not going to be performing. He's not going to have his range of movement. And then it'll be one of those things where they ease him and they manage his pain. He'll take a week off, come from the all-star break or whatever, then come back in and, Oh, look, it's in Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves are on a tear yet again through the whole entire NBA. Uh, Nothing really to mention. Matty Ryan is out the Pelicans still. They've been a streaming delight again, CJ McCollum hasn't been cleared to travel with the team yet, so that's when Jordan Hawkins becomes a must-add in that situation. Pelicans are playing great basketball overall, and Larry Ants is out for up to six weeks. So we can look around the fringes there again with guys like Dyson Daniel who have been really serviceable in a limited role this season. Actually, no, he's been limited in New Orleans previously and expanding his role and not just being so limited in the Pelicans. Dyson's been impressive this year, and I think he's starting to show some of the promise that we looked for him initially when drafting to the NBA. Nothing to really report with the Knicks or the Thunder or the Magic, who all seem to be rolling along collectively well. But Maddie, Philadelphia <sighs> hasn't Joel Embiid been on its hair out of the last couple of he games, but been, he's been bloody great.
1: Maxi and Embiid have been fantastic. Um, Good does pitch. give you some excellent stream options. If they uh, if they do miss any more time, I think that they'll be back. Um D'Anthony Melton should be owned. Uh Nick Batum, I streamed I'm, him for one of those games, which has cooked me a little bit. Yeah. And of stash Kelly Oubre. i found myself in some I suppose, situations where I've had, like, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and I've just found myself sort of tanking that week with some injuries, like, Joel Embiid, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, they haven't been playing. I've just stashed Kelly Oubre, and I think that he could be back, so I'm not going to comment on exactly what happens. He's got hit on his blanket at, at some stage, but basically, yeah, it, apparently it looks like he's coming back. He's training.
0: Like he's training, he's going to be coming back very, very soon. Like, we all had like he was out for like 30 games, he'd be back in like January, but it's he's coming back really soon. Like, the man's either made of adamantium, or like he's he's either like Wolverine, or he's there's something else going on. And we want to have a check in his P sample because he is he very, very quickly. Good old Uncle Kelly, Tsunami puppy back soon. Uh, for the Phoenix Suns, Grayson Allen must own NBA fantasy player. Like, he's it, it
1: seemed. It seems to be. I is mean, that... when the schedule permits, I think that he's going to have his hot and cold streaks. So I think Eric Gordon is probably the better add when he is playing. But I've i am always know. kind of like I, I, I actually just think I'm seeing more consistency out of
0: Grayson this season. Apart from his games, there's been a couple of downers, but, but he's been okay. Like, There's been a couple down games, but I don't, No, I think Gordon comparatively has been a little bit less consistent and more injured. I just – I don't know. I just think there's – just watching, it just seems that Grayson fits more. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're in there watching them play, they seem happier to defer to Grayson Allen than the slow game where Eric almost plays the point guard. I think Gordon is the better player of the two, and he's been profiling much better overall, a lot more stack of points. But it's just weird that they just seem to be doing... I think Gordon's trended up, but I just think Grayson Allen is not as owned as much. I think in the last look, Gordon was owned in over 50% of leagues, so you might struggle to find him more, whereas I think Allen can just live on the waiver wire and fill your need for a day. Have you got him on ESPN there? Let me have a look. I'm pretty sure that... Gordon
1: Grayson's Grayson's 30% rostered and he's been the 115th best player on Yahoo. Um,
0: there you go, 52% rostered on Eric Gordon.
1: Yeah, yeah, 52% on Eric Gordon. Yep, there you go. Yeah, look, have a a run with either Eric Gordon's also injured. Uh, point guard Gordon has probably been the better player than statistically than yep. Grayson Allen. But maybe Grayson's going to play with that starting unit a bit more. And, you know, Eric Gordon is probably the backup point guard now. So I didn't expect that. Oh, 100%. That. No,
0: I didn't expect that. And he's slotted in very well there. and He's running that unit very nicely, to be fair. And he's, he's available in a lot of leagues. He's a good little pickup. You can just get some cheeky value out of him. Um, Maddie, next to pick up for you, who's, who's coming down your list?
1: Yeah, look, there's fuck all in Portland. Um, Davian Mitchell is injured in Sacramento. Sacramento looking... Kind of good at nice. the moment, uh, which hmm. which we're going to have a little bit more of a look at them when we talk about the in season tournament. Um, Wembanyama missed one game against the Pelicans with a hip tightness. Um, Toronto's looking a bit healthier. Um, and Utah, Laurie Markkinen is out for a period of time. And Jordan clarkson has been missing some games. Not sure what's going on with Chris Dunn, which is only really relevant due to the fact that Clarko's missing some time. But m- maybe a Johnny Collins or somebody like that in Utah you could look at.
0: And Keontae George continues to be a stream in, stream out. He's playing some better games. He's getting a little bit more consistency there, but he has been dribbling in the assist outburst of like these 11-assist games, 7-assist games. They've cooled off a little bit for Keontae. He's come back to earth a little bit in that regard. But just he is a stream option about there, available in the days. But I guess that brings us to this shit all happening in Washington. So I guess we can have a bit of a preview of the week and talk some hot noise. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can do it this way, Matty. For the week, is this is how? Look, it's let's talk schedule for a second. It's fucked. Like this is in all my years of playing fantasy basketball, I hate the tournament for fantasy. Let me make that abundantly clear. The fantasy can go. The fantasy tour, like for fantasy, the tournament can go fuck itself because it's screwed us all year round. Yeah, like I
1: don't don't, don't hate it. You just have to be prepared, and us people that are prepared. Should be okay. Bro. We're prepared. We're we're prepared for it. Look, I this is
0: in the by virtue of that. I love what the tournament is doing for the NBA. Like I love the tournament. I'm a massive advocate for how excited I am to watch the tournament games. In Heat Check on Friday, we've been doing like the punting thing with Skiddy, where we look at the tournament because we just know the players care. And we've been doing, you know, putting a multi together on that because We just we got excited about this tournament and the courts and the jerseys. And funnily enough, not punting relevant. But because the odds were so wild at the beginning of the season, if anyone just even said like, oh, I'll put ten bucks on whatever team. If you put any money on any of the eight teams in the end, you'd be making money right now because no one was under $9. It's crazy yeah. how wild this whole tournament thing has been, just even from a futures perspective. But let's talk you through it. Let's talk you through the games of the week first. So, Maddie, I'll do the games of the week and what days they fall on. Maddie, you talk us to the bracket. So I'm going to talk about this one. On the days where the tournaments are, so what we're looking at is we've got Monday and Tuesday, we've got two games because of the tournament games on those days. On Wednesday, there's 11 NBA games. Thursday, there's two games. Now, those two games are as a result of who wins the two games on Monday and the two games on Tuesday. They leave four opponents between those games. They play off on Thursday. Friday, another absolute shit show bonkers, 13-team, 26-team game. Saturday, there is one game only. Not included in any fantasy stats. So technically, Friday is your last stat day for NBA fantasy this week, which leaves no games on Sunday. It's like the Sabbath has returned and God saw the tournament was good and gave the NBA a game off.
1: Yeah, at least that's a Monday in Australia.
0: Exactly. We've got nothing to do. I'm on school holidays for the first time that week and I don't get to watch any any NBA on my first day of the holidays. Thank you, Adam Silver. I'm
1: a- I might do some work that day. So my boss thinks she's all.
0: Mate, talk us about talk us through the bracket and then let's do some predictions.
1: Mate, let's have a look. So the first quarterfinal is uh Phoenix against LA. Um I actually think with the health of the Lakers, I think the Lakers will come through on this one.
0: Ah uh, I'm I'm really I'm undecided. I think they've had a couple of great games already this season, Phoenix. I'm actually liking this whole like KD versus LeBron thing a little bit. I just know when Devin Booker is cooking, he is looking. I want to do. I want. I want to sit down. I want to have a conversation with Devin Booker, and I want to have a conversation with Shea Gilgis Alexander. Like, if I ever get a first interview, I want my series to be Chris Paul. Has he made you better? Because I don't know, man. I'm just watching like Booker. Like, do you remember when he came to Orlando and then he went away, and then Shea just blossomed? And then it's yep. like Devin Booker has figured out how to play point guard in Phoenix. Like, he doesn't – like, yeah. it's just oh, – I don't know, man. I'm just – I'm very nervous for the Lakers. These are two teams, though, at the end of the day that were predicted to be the two of the top teams in the Western Conference. So it is great to see that teams like this are actually battling it out and give a shit
1: about the tournament. It is. Um, look, yeah, I do just think the Lakers – like. D'Angelo Russell's been good. Anthony Davis is healthy at the moment, which I think is important. Yeah. I think like a lot of the question marks about the Lakers is, is Anthony Davis healthy? Is Anthony Davis engaged? I think when it comes to a game yeah. like this, I think they will be. Um, and I think, know, done- I think LeBron wants this. I think
0: LeBron wants the. I think LeBron wants the tournament. I think he wants another form of trophy or something to put on his crown at the end of the day. I will pick the Lakers. Especially with Cam Reddish playing defense the way he has. But I don't know, man. I could think it'd go either way. And I think that's what we're predicting here, Maddie. Because basically, if you pick up a stream, if you'd be like, you know what, I'm committed to Eric Gordon this week. I think Eric Gordon is my pickup because you want him to win because you want to get Gordon for the month, for this for this game and then the next game. You know what I mean? Like you want to make yeah. one pickup for the winning team. So if you can prophesy who gets that W, well, then you get with one pickup spot, you get an extra two-game burn out of it. So if you pick up Cam Reddish, you get Cam for Two spots. You don't have to then try and tack, change attack and burn another a waiver guy.
1: Look, look. Maybe I just pick up Kevin Huerta because uh, the Kings Ooh. are playing the Pelicans, and mm-hmm. uh, I've really, his style. I think that the Kings are better than the Pelicans at the moment. I think the Kings are better than the Pelicans all the time. Actually, I really like what Ooh. I've seen from the Kings. I think that the Kings are going to roll through and be playing the Lakers in the semifinal.
0: That is a bold prediction. I'm going to swing the other way. I'm going to go the Pels. Am I just – I think I'm going to go why? the Pels. They're playing – I don't I don't know. I just – I don't know. Good, I, good, I, an- I, I,
1: I, good analysis. I don't
0: know why. No, no. I just don't know why. I get the – feel. you know, sometimes when you look at a bet like the other day where Dallas was up against the Grizzlies, and I was on the pod with, with Skiddy looking at this, and I'm like, I don't know. I think the Grizzlies are going to get this. And they were like $4 to $1.50. And I just thought the Grizzlies were going to get the win. I just, I had this feeling that the Grizz were going to get the win and we talked through it. I think, I think the way that, I think Valanciunas can match up very well on Sabonis. I don't, I think Keegan Murray can match up well on Brandon Ingram. I think Zion has no matchup against Sacramento. I think Zion could run rampant in this game. I think Fox is better than CJ, like noticeably but you can throw out a couple of bodies and some more length on CJ up there, but you're not really – and they've got some length and good defenders on, on Fox, but Fox just seems to cook and burn people when he wants to. I think Zion is the big, like, flag for this, and I don't think Zion has had a moment in the NBA yet. And I have this feeling that if we're going to see a moment from Zion Williamson, this could be the time when fully healthy that we see what we want to see out of Zion Williamson. We've all been asking the question now for years, can he answer them in the tournament? Because that would be a really fun narrative to have, and I'm just kind of thinking that it's going to be. Look, even if they lose, I think it's going to be a Zion game, and I think he's going to go fucking bonkers in this one versus the Kings because there's no
1: one in Sacramento team that I think can stop him. That's my gut.
0: There's no one that can stop
1: I think him. Cream rises to the top, and I think Sacramento is a better team. Um, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on. Sa- you know what? I think Sacramento will beat the Lakers the following game as well.
0: Oh, hot spicy picks. Okay. I would I would not disagree with that. The Kings have been playing really good and they have continually managed to serve the Lakers over time as well. All right. Well then tell me about this one. On the next game, batch of games. So the ones for the fourth, so the first games of the week on the Monday, we have the Kings and the Pels. We have the Pacers versus the Celtics. Now I just want I want Atlanta. i I'm sorry, I want Indiana to win this, but the Celtics are a very,
1: very good basketball team. I think that if Kristaps Porzingis is playing, then they will win. Otherwise, I am – no, I still think the Celtics will win. You still think the Celtics will win? I think the Celtics will win. I just – I think that maybe – yeah, look, I'm back in the Celtics. They're, well, they're a better team uh, He's an injury. Dream rises he's to an, the top.
0: He's one of these for you. <laughs> Pazingas is officially out for Monday's game versus the Pacers. Yeah. And I am telling you now, I think that the Pacers are going to get it. I think this – I think think this –
1: Celtics would be right. Al Horford. The
0: Celtics – I mean, I'm not going to pin my hopes on Al Horford. I own Jason Tatum in a lot of places, so obviously I'm hoping for a massive Tatum game. And I actually don't want to say the Pacers in my spite of not having Tyrese Halliburton. But I just, I think Indiana want this. And I'm just going to go with, uh, no, no, I'll roll with you. I'll go with the Celtics on this one. But I want good things for Tyrese. And I'm, and I'm good. I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see the meme. Actually, I think it'd be better just for basketball content wise, just to see Tyrese standing there crying at the end of the game. And like, I just want to win. <laughs> this, <laughs> this,
1: this Celtics team hasn't won shit either. Like, they, they've they been beaten a too. lot of
0: They've had the shit beat out of them a couple of times. I think they wanted to. In they the, were actually, they yeah, were they were in the huddle. What, so they went the back after their last game. Yeah. yeah, after their last game, they actually went back into their locker room as a team and were watching the game to figure out the points differential together. That's how much the Celtics were invested in 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 the tournament. So I love that for Boston. Look, I'll pick Boston as well. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Knicks to beat the Bucks because I think the Knicks have been starting to come together on the I think the Knicks are starting to come together. I'm not sure with Milwaukee yet. I just think their plus-minuses off the charts poor. I just I think Brunson is having a bit of a time. If the Knicks are going to get through, this would be the upset of it. So if I have to pick one upset, it's going to be the Knicks getting the Bucks. I think they're just going I think they could clip him.
1: I am probably just going to pick the upset in the in the I suppose in the actual semi-finals, rather than the quarterfinals, I think that the Bucks will take care of business. Julius Randle and Mitch Robinson, been improved. Giannis in the front.
0: Yeah, look, I don't like Randle against. I don't like Randall, and look, Giannis can absolutely roll them, but. I don't know, man. I think Julius has been playing a little bit better, to be fair. And, and to give him his flowers where they're due, Julius has been playing better basketball. And you're a Julius Randle owner in a couple of leagues. I know that from a fact from playing up against you, but he has been improved. His efficiency has... You could have had a buy a low window on him like all tomorrow at the beginning of the season, but that's gone down incredibly. Like he's had some monster games. He's, he's had three double, almost triple doubles. He's had two triple doubles almost in a row. He is playing incredibly well. I just think he's, I I think the Knicks are going to get this one. So that's my picks. I, I just think there has to be one upset in this one. And if it's not going to be like the Pels getting over the Kings, I'm just going to be looking for the Knicks over the Bucks.
1: Yeah, sounds good. So who do you think could win between the Celtics and the Knicks then in your case?
0: Celtics. 100% the Celtics. So I, 100%, yeah.
1: And I actually think the Celtics will beat the, uh, Bucks as well heading in. Um, But, Mm. yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Give me me the Kings for the chip.
0: (gasps) Are you going Kings for the chip?
1: Yeah. You know what? They haven't won anything. Um, I just love watching Fox play. Um, I think that they will care, much like the Pacers, but I think coming against the Pelicans and the Lakers or the Pelicans and an injured Suns team, is a bit clearer path than even coming against the Knicks or the or the Bucks. Um mm-hmm. yeah, look, I'm yeah, I'm back in back in the Kings. I'll double down on them.
0: I'm going to double down on the Pelicans. I'm going to double down on the Pelicans because you know what? I actually really like to see I think this is a really interesting narrative to what could have been. And what was with the Pelicans and the whole Anthony Davis trade years ago. So I think there's a really interesting narrative that plays out that way. And I think if there's, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Lakers to Pels. I'm going to go the Lakers to beat the Pels to the championship. And I'm going to go the Celtics to beat the Knicks. Cause I'm going to stick by my Knicks one there. And then I'm going to okay. say if it's Lakers and Celtics, which by the way, can I just say that if we get a Lakers and Celtics finals, that just speaks like that's just such a deep cut, deep NBA rivalry Take me back from two thousand and eight. Like that is such Mikhail a deep Petrus. NBA rivalry. Oh my god! He just drops some Go names on his head.
1: Josh Powell, Sydney <laughs> oh, Kings Derek,
0: legend. Derek Fisher, Steve, coach.
1: Steve Steve Blake. <laughs>
0: Was Rick Fox still playing? I can't even remember if Rick Fox no, was still in the league. Oh god. Long, long gone. Oh, God. Oh no, definitely Lamar Odom, the candy man. The candy man was still yeah. – he definitely could then still – I just think there's something to play out for – if you could tell me that the NBA in-season tournament, this brand-new thing that has turned the attention back to the NBA, climaxes in a Celtics-Lakers finale in Vegas – the future home of a LeBron James team. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just going to be a I'm classic not rivalry. I'm saying it
1: turns the attention to the NBA. I'm saying it turns the attention to the NBA a little more in December.
0: I think it's – look, I think it's a lot more. I think there's definitely been a lot more talk. I think it's definitely done more than the whole sitting around, twiddling our thumbs, trying to make up fake trades, and just, oh, yeah, great, the NBA and in, there's injuries. I think there's just been more talk about the positives that have come out of the tournament, the narratives that have been driven from it from the athletes of – being impressive and I just think the NBA has actually kind of hit a home run with this and I'm actually looking forward to seeing what pay, plays out in Vegas this week and I think when we're going to look at it let's do about it this way let's look at some hot guys that you can get for the targets
1: on, go. by this hot guy and let me out
0: yeah look Mate, if, if you've got some games to burn oh go on
1: yeah go on I was just gonna say with the schedules you should probably look at Nets and sixes I know we mentioned it a little bit earlier Yeah, but- yeah yeah like if if a Melton, um if Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey are out a little bit, if your Batum's are back, if your if your Covingtons, Covington's uh you know, get yep. bumped from spots like that. Um, even your Paul you Reeds.
0: Really- yeah, a, yeah, your Paul Reed. Yep, hundred th- percent. There's there's a lot of value out there. There is. And look, this this is the big thing as well. This week, there are no back-to-backs. So no matter how the schedule shakes out, you can't be doing one of those ads To That's a very important note as well. Like there are no back-to-backs this week. So don't go just analyzing your schedule and being like, oh, I need to try and get a, a run out of this bloke or this bloke. Well, it's not going to happen for you to be a hundred percent honest. There's just no back-to-backs. So get that out of your mind right away. And I think before managers start looking around as well, you need to have a look to see if you've got a roster spot available on Wednesday and on the Friday day, because for the Wednesday and the Fridays, there are two high volume days. So you've got 11 on Wednesday, you've got the 13 on Friday. So do you have a spot open on both? If yes, what position is that? Is it small forward, power forward, guard? Okay, cool. Can you use that on Wednesday and Saturday? Make one ad and get one out of those ones. So we're talking the Celtics, the Pacers, the Lakers. Matty, I'll throw you the teams out. Then you can talk us through the guys you might like from them. So the teams you can get the volume out of on this one or the the best game quality this week, I want you to have a look around the other teams out there. So if you don't have a spot in those ones, forget them because there's high-volume days. So the teams that are looking like the best are going to be the Celtics, the Pacers, the Lakers, the Bucks, the Pels, the Knicks, the Suns, and the Kings. Those teams in the tournament because we can lock them in for two games. Like we can hopefully lock them in for a couple of games. So Maddie Celtics, who do you like there to start with?
1: Um, Sam Howser, Al Horford. Um, there Al Horford, especially with Chris Stapps being gone. Um, look, the last two games we look at uh twenty-six. 26- three assists, one steal, and two blocks with a turnover in 33 minutes. The game before, 28 minutes, 16, nine rebounds, six assists, three blocks, and two steals. He should be owned in all formats.
0: Yeah, 100%. He's been rolling along lately, so good on to Al Holford, and especially with KP not being there, the Zingerberger not being there to start off the week. He is definitely a rollout in Pacers land. Look, they did a really interesting thing, the Pacers, a few weeks back. They all started the season hyped on Benedict Matherin in the starting position, running Buddy Healed off the bench. They just kind of low-key went about their business and changed that and put Benedict back to the bench, throw Buddy Healed into the starters. And, and Bob is your uncle, Benedict Matherin has been putting together some really decent performances lately. So I really like picking up Benedict Matherin as an option in Indiana for this week. Uh, Nae Smith Toppin has been playing well as well, but is a little bit injury lagged. And I guess you could probably look more focused, I would say, probably on Benedict Matthews or Aaron Naismith. But Toppen has been slightly improved, getting some more minutes, still running with the starters now consistently, and really getting that chemistry that I want from him. So I like that run. The injury obviously didn't play on the weekend, but he is a game-time decision coming into this week. Uh, Matty Lakers, who would you be looking at there for an ad?
1: Look, I'd love to say Jared Vanderbilt, but I'm not sure he is quite just there just yet. Um, it looks like Rui is back. I don't really like the Christian Wood ad. I'm probably honestly I think it's Cam Reddish.
0: Yeah. Cam Reddish has been doing it in volume. I think he's had got, I think he's really got good chemistry with the team as well. And they're just letting him cook on defense. So he's going to get you a lot of peripherals around there. Uh, someone who's not going to get you peripherals in the Milwaukee Bucks is Malik Beasley. He'll, get you a, he'll, he'll flirt with them, but he'll just get you a shitload of fucking points and threes. He just seems to be like the option in the space that he's getting is ridiculous working off of Dame.
1: Dare I say in some formats, it's worth picking up Chris Middleton. I've just picked him up in a heap of leagues because yep. during that injury, he was sort of getting dropped. He played 13 minutes at one game, sat the next game, he's sort of working yep. his way up to those 27, 25 minutes. Insane Cream rises to the top, if Chris Middleton is there, I think Chris Middleton will be better long term than Malik Beasley. And I've talked about Malik Beasley oh, like since that. the preseason. He is somebody that I I just really like watching play. But short-term gain, Malik Beasley, long-term gain. uh, Just add Chris Middleton. He played 29 minutes the other day in his longest game yet. He's worked his way up to 27 minutes in his last game. Um, Chris Middleton, not a buy low, not worth a trade unless it's your worst player. But if you find him on waiver-wise, pick him up. And if he ever sits again, just be
0: cautious because if he sits again and someone drops him out, he's the kind of guy who is being dropped right now because, like Matty said, he's been injured or he's got his minutes restrictions. So there's going to come along a hot agent. And you, I just pulled it up, so I look at basically him. I like, get yeah, cool, he's playing more minutes, and then you get a guy like Obi Toppin, and people really like like they like what presents with with minutes and points. So they're going to get onto that. They go, oh, he's got 20 points in his last three or four games. He's playing more minutes. There's more opportunity. He's got 22 points, 25 points. He's got a couple of rebounds, a couple of assists. He's doing that on better efficiency than Chris Middleton. People will drop a guy like Chris Middleton not getting the minutes for hot free agents who are and who are getting points. Long-term gain, Matrix is you're dead on the money. Chris Middleton is a nice long-term ad, so just watch out for houses, Middleton. He'll be around the place. In the Pelicans, we did say earlier, you've got Dyson Daniels. Jordan Hawkins continues to be a really nice ad and streaming option, especially when CJ can't travel with the team uh, because of his condition on flights. In the Knicks, mate, it's it's kind of Vincenzo and Hart, but Emmanuel Ness quickly is available, as I said, in like over 30% of leagues. So if he's around there, you can definitely stream in quickly for some nice cheeky points around the peripherals there. Uh, I, and Suns-wise...
1: Did I tell you about my oh, points go. the other day with the Knicks? I went 10 points no. for Josh Oh, you put them Hart, in chat. 10 yeah, points, yeah. 10 points for Dante and 10 points for Mitch Robertson at $56. And Robinson scored six. The other two scored 17 and 21. So went individually on, on both of them at like uh, $4, $5 odds. But I tell you what, there was value there. Yeah, you
0: put those in shit. Mate, I did. I rolled, a, I rolled one the other day. And we hit on so many of the twenty. We we did a twenty-five game one the other day, and we only lost out on three. And I think it was five. So we lost out on four, and three of them were by one
1: point misses, like heartbreakingly. It was just, it Kobe was White, got like nineteen was... points the other day. Fuck that guy.
0: No, I had fifteen. I, I always I always try and go down on those ones that I think, like, oh, he's going to be doing that. He's going to be smashing. I pulled yeah, but it, it was, down. he's
1: paying seven dollars fifty. Uh, I just like to hit it out of the park.
0: Oh, you would have smash that well, i did i i just rolled and tried to play as smart as possible but i still lost those ones yeah the suns look we've already covered those blokes eric gordon grace and allen and also if you need field goal percentage and if something happens funky as i've said to uh, our mate Yuka can drew eubanks becomes the ad there and in the kings malik monk and harrison barnes i guess are pretty games keegan murray though has been surprisingly around on a lot of wires lately because of the injuries and the in and out, people have dropped Keegan Murray. Uh, what is his availability in Yahoo leagues? I am going to check that because I was surprised to see a couple of guys pick him up in one of our leagues, mate. I didn't I didn't have a spot for him, so I didn't pick him up. But Keegan Murray is, look, he's 79% rostered, which I thought it would be higher. I didn't think there
1: was any wiggle room for Keegan. 70% in Yahoo as well. But Kevin Huerta is only, uh, only 59% owned, so... Yeah, so this is the
0: thing. He missed out one, two. It was the four games that he missed, and then he came back. He only played 23 minutes, two threes, shitty percentages, took 10 shots, and he was out there. So he's going to be a guy who, again, long-term, I think he could really look to get some value in, especially when he goes down or the rest of the team is injured. I think those are the main looks for this week because that's how you navigate your tournament. Like We don't know it. Matty and I are having different opinions on who's going to win, who's going to lose, but I think that's pretty much it. But the last day of, of everything about this one is – I guess, Matty, you can look to if – you're either going to win or you're going to lose. You're going to know when you're going to win. You know when you're going to lose this week. So fucking blow up your roster at the end of the week and start making some moves at the end of it, mate.
1: Yeah, I wonder if this is a week like the way that you're going to fill those roster positions, 11, and 13. Maybe you start setting up for the following week.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's a good setup week for Week Eight, especially if you know you look. It could be close in a couple of cats. If you can't nab them, fair enough. You're not going to be able to nab them on Saturday anyway. Friday, you're probably looking at you know doing it. You could you could get some sneaky value, but everyone's going to be clamoring for the wave a while, watching their guys win or lose games. You're going to have to play predict the future. You're going to have to get your goblet ball out. And if you want to actually bet yourself in and back yourself in there safely, there's no way to back in or bet yourself better than with Bonus Bank. Now, they're one of our good sponsors and they're Australia's most profitable side hustle. Bonus Bank is Australia's number one match betting site. So if you're looking into puns like Matty and I were talking about the other day, like, oh, shit, I just missed out that multi. Matty could have done a th- add three-game multi, get your money back. Low risk, good reward. How do you make the most out of that? Bonus Bank can tell you how. So if you want to put that cheeky multi in with Mitch, Dante, and Josh Hart all getting 10 points, but one of your legs fails, you don't just lose your money straight away. With the best punt strategy that you can get out there with your bet returns or your best betting parlays, Bonus Bank tells you what they are, where you can use them, when you can use them, what you can use them on to help you get the best out of your buck. That is our Boys, bonus bank, get onto them, use promo code insight for twenty-five percent off your first month of any premium subscription. It costs less than two dollars a day for that one. And there's free subscriptions it's, as
1: well. It's it's huge. It's it's honestly like it's betting, say, two different betting agencies against each other. I've I've went and done some of their tutorials and you can't lose. Like if one has a promo where Golden State Warriors are paying $2.50 but they're playing they're playing against Philadelphia, and they have a promo that they're $2.50. You go and put 50 on each and you can't lose. Um, it is foolproof. Um, yeah, just get on. You do have to pay for the subscription, but you'll make that back very easily. Yeah, 100%. And look, less
0: than 2 bucks a day. And if you think about what you're betting with, well, it makes sense. Check out our sponsors, Bonus Bank. Use promo code Insights to let them know that we sent you and get you 25% off that one. Maddie, happy 20 to you.
1: I'm excited to get in and and watch a couple of the games. Um, I think I'll sit in on the weekend and uh, and clamp down, sit there with a uh, with a cold one, and yeah, just have a little bit of a beer. I'm excited for the week ahead.
0: Me too. Make sure you like and subscribe to all things inside podcast network. All of our links are below. Big shout out to them, our friends Ryan at a Student News. said hit us up if you're looking for a home loan in Australia. If you want obligation free home loans, check out that link. Join our Discord. It is pumping along at a massive and rate. We'll catch you soon, guys. Take care, all. Cheerio.